Ravin David Ratnam. Is it David a fake thing? No, it's it's my second. It's just uh, it's my actual second name. Second name, okay. Yeah. So it's Ravin David Ratnam, right? That's yeah. That's uh, my uh, proper full name. Right, right. Yeah. My uh, one of my former band leaders, uh, <laughs> which is uh, which is an interesting story. We'll definitely get into that. Mm. So let's start off with who you are, Ravin. What do you do? What uh, are you? What am I? <laughs> Philosophical. Philosophy, exactly. Let's questions. go. <laughs> you want the deep answer or the? No, no, no. The, we'll, we'll the go deep base. later. Just give me the give me the normal answer. Yeah. Uh, by profession, I would say I'm a musician. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I do. And uh, yeah, um, uh, what am I? Then there's a lot more to it. But I, okay. I do want me to. Let's go back to the beginning because now you're living. in my opinion you know you're doing your own thing and you're you know having a ball with it but it wasn't the case right in the beginning maybe back before when you and i met yeah. uh when you were in school mm. what was a doctor lawyer engineer plan <laughs> no such thing man okay so you didn't have any right. um pressure from home and uh, no i okay, so, i come from a musical background so oh, okay, interesting. everyone kind of got okay, right so at, at what point were you thinking yourself i am i want to be a like a musician uh Since from, from like pretty much out, get go i think yeah from the time i could uh yeah i i always wanted to be a guitarist and okay. and a drummer okay so like from small days like i used to see drummers like because i used to go to church right. a lot so in church most of the churches that i went to um, had drummers and like a band and all that stuff okay. so I'd get very uh, taken up by the drums right. yeah. well, so this was throughout your studies as well yeah are you one of those people who quit quit at the olivers or uh, so olivers i uh, i was i had i didn't have much of an option there because i kind of uh, didn't like one subject which i was supposed to do Okay. Um, Sri Lankan lawyers or the Sri Lankan? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I mean, I mean, Sri Lankan meaning international yeah, yeah, yeah. school. Yeah, not uh, London lawyers. Uh, London lawyers. Ah, okay, London. that's right. Yeah, 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 okay, that's right. <laughs> okay, so you. Yeah. Okay, so you. That was that was one subject. I mean, it's not a bad subject, but mm-hmm. it's just that I didn't have uh, what you call much of a interest, interest in it. Yeah, it was literature. Yeah, I kind of regret it because I think it would help with lyrics and stuff. Right. <laughs> But, yeah, yeah, I was, I was thinking like, is it physics? Is it chemistry? Some other something. No, I, I was, I was. And it's literature, like all the musicians need. <laughs> I, I was a commerce person, but the literature uh, right. subject wasn't really appealing at that point because I used to get blagarded by the teacher like oh, for okay. every single class. Right. Uh, so I kind of lost interest in that subject uh, because mm. probably because of that. Yeah. So and I I I didn't want to do O-levels that subject. So right. then I had to leave school okay. to do my O-levels. So I did privately. Okay. Uh. So yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So did you did you when when you were doing O-levels were you like oh I need to like get a degree in something? What was the or were you just following the system? Yeah. No. I I mean I didn't really have much of an option at that point. The uh, school. Uh, you have to do your studies mm-hmm. that's the whole norm and like i mean that's i that's good right, uh, right. <laughs> i would encourage everyone yeah, to politically you know you do your studies right. <laughs> uh, learn your math math maths is the most important thing i would say but right. yeah but uh, so i i uh, uh, decided from that point to go where i wanted to go that was music so okay yeah. so what's it like growing up with musician parents like have you seen the difference between other families or have you just always Uh, at that point, I I I did uh, see differences like uh, my my mom and dad both musicians. Mm. Uh, my dad was working uh, uh, for sometime like after he got married or just before he got married or something like that he mm. was doing a job and uh, one of his normal nine to five jobs right. and then he uh, was there for I think till the age of like when I was still thirteen or fourteen. Okay. But he couldn't take it either because like yeah. music was something that he also was very like passionate about. Right. So he stopped and uh, so I I pretty much noticed my family uh, the whole their whole what you call liking towards music and mm. um, and that whole like the way how we react and like how we kind of communicate on certain things and. Like my parents are not very uh, kind of like you have to become mm-hmm. a doctor kind of right. thing because they knew the same kind of I had the same passion right. towards it the way right. they had so they understood that 
forcing me to do something that I wouldn't like would just uh, make it longer for me right. uh, yeah. to come to because I would come to the real realization that I like what I do with music. Right. So, uh, but I used to see the differences between like other fans, like my. Uh, cousins parents and mm. like i would see the slight differences and stuff but right. i mean I, I i like that as well there's nothing wrong okay. with it yeah so i i kind yeah, of took all politically correct no, no i i, I always <laughs> took the good joking, of yeah. like uh, yeah. from both sides yeah. uh yeah i mean uh, sometimes i also get like a bit annoyed like my parents should have like pu- pushed me more in my studies but then right. it's like not that they didn't push me in my study but they just like kind of like then you music was like mm. in me like so much because like from the age of like 5 i think i was just like drumming on like anything i could find right, right, right. Uh, any like function like uh, yeah. family function i'm like with a small chair and i'm beating the right. crap out of it like right. enjoy myself yeah. there so right. yeah so yeah. it was in your blood anyway yeah yeah. Right. yeah then you like i was yeah. what was your parents opinion about the music industry at that time uh, they were scared like the, because back then i think music had this whole title sex drugs and money mm. uh, i think the money yeah. is a part of it no, right. no probably not no no <laughs> sex drugs and something opposite. else yeah? <laughs> sex drugs and something else yeah. i can't remember but uh, sri lanka it's everything except for the money part right? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah no i i wouldn't say that but i mean uh, yeah which is not true obviously yeah, yeah, that you're yeah. you living it yeah but, but uh, there, there was probably a time like i don't know and like you see all these like oh. rock musicians it's always mm-hmm. about like them like you get this like glam rock right uh, that era so yeah. and the 70s i think 70s 80s that music mm-hmm. so my parents always had this kind of fear that i would like go into that and start ha- mm. drinking and becoming right. like getting in drugs and that okay. kind of stuff so legit the uh, fears but yeah. like um, i i never kind of had uh, interest towards those also so right. Yeah so they uh, they started realizing that I was like very full on into music mm. per se not because I wanted to get like girls and right. that kind of thing so yeah yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. okay so what happened after your levels like uh, what were what were your options back then uh my options were pretty much like i was zoned in <laughs> <laughs> zoned in uh, zoned into music okay. like i mean i like i i yeah i actually didn't really like going to school Mm. Uh, I like my friends at school and stuff. I enjoyed right. the company there and stuff. Mm. But I was also kind of a very like the moment I started getting into music, mm-hmm. uh initially I was like this extremely extrovert extroverted guy. Right. And uh but the moment I got into music, I I kind of I felt like I found my new comfort zone mm. kind of comfort okay. space right. or like something that really like uh made me um what do you call it? Yeah, it made me reflect on life a lot okay. like music helped me reflect so like there was a lot, lot, lot of things that i used to think about like uh because of that probably yeah. uh, more i got into music and the more this thing so there was a time when you took took a break yeah. from music right yeah, there when your guitar when your squires were lying inside underneath yeah. the bed for a number of years yeah, no, i remember you saying telling that to me and i was like uh, <laughs> back then i was like a kid as well i was uh, I, i keep telling this to everybody i'm a spoiled child yeah. Uh, my parents still i live with my parents yeah. uh, i'm not complaining about that yeah. um even back then i was even more spoiled kid so i was like thinking okay, why would you just put your guitar underneath and just uh, stop because i wanted to be a professional musician yeah. that's all i wanted to yeah. do i quit engineering for it my parents were worried, just like you i went for counseling to see if i'm i'm right in my head because <laughs> i quit engineering so i have the typical yeah, yeah. um thing so before you did take that break uh, what was the music like cuz there was tnl before that as well right What was that or like how did you start the band Fuzz Mechanics right Yeah uh so for me like music uh, started uh, like my whole interest in wanting to play, make music uh, compose music and all that stuff started like from uh probably like 8 uh when I had this keyboard and all stuff so like when I was getting into music uh, Do you play the keyboard as well Yeah uh not like f- uh, pro but right. i can understand what to do kind of thing so anyway so it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so making me really mad <laughs> uh, okay no, i had to like that that was the only instrument i had that right. at that point so okay. like i had to get my whatever musical this i supply drums on the keyboard right. mainly that was right. my main thing okay and then i just yeah. like figure out what to do. yeah <laughs> uh and uh, yeah so when i got uh, into music mainly through church okay so my interest for music mm. and like uh, being uh, in that scene so um, then i started uh, then we formed a band called mute that was the first ever okay uh, 
pro kind of band that okay. was like not pro but like I'm I don't know it was pretty good actually. What kind of music were you playing? Metal. Okay. It's, um, uh, it's, um, Where does the love for metal come Hard rock and metal. So metal pretty much came from like the t- the musicians I was hanging out in church as well. Okay. So like the drummer that I was playing with he was fully into uh, like heavy hardcore stuff. Oh, okay. My brother uh, had like uh, influence as well. Mm. Uh, my neighbor who is an amazing guitarist, uh, neighbors, sorry, my neighbors, uh, my neighbor as well. Right. But my neighbor's cousin who used to come from UK used to bring like all this like heavy, um, crazy metal stuff and which I had never heard of. And I'm like, like right. the moment I heard those stuff, I, like, I mean, when I heard even Pantera or like Testament or whatever right. those bands, yeah. I mean, there were much more heavier bands that we check on at the gates and right, different right, right, types right. of stuff. So, uh, Opeth was like one of the bands when I heard right. and I was like, uh, I mean, because I was a church boy as well. So like, mm-hmm. I, I was like pretty freaked out by the music. Right, there. Right. Yeah. So that kind of like, oh, so you were freaked out in a good way initially? Or in a freaked way? out uh, in both ways because I was amazed at the musicality, like right. the skill right. level, but then also like, freaked out because there's so much of like de- like the yeah. flat fifth right, the right, right. devil score yeah. kind of uh, thing going on <laughs> okay. in all the songs and I'm like and the, the growling and all that stuff yeah. so it, it kind of like initially it freaked me out like I, I remember hearing so anyways I'm going out of off topic no, this I is, always this do this man uh, so, <laughs> yeah so uh, anyways through all that I uh, I found figured like what music I like mm. not just metal but I had this whole hard rock and uh, alternative and then uh, mute happened mute kind of went for about two years we right. had like issues with members leaving abroad and stuff so then mm. uh, then I was left without any of them all except right. for my brother who was kind of like here and there so in they, the music scene they, sorry to interrupt you just yeah. making sure I get there so they left abroad because they studies yeah like studies okay. work that so how old they were the all gang? they were all much older than me okay I was the youngest so I, when I started like playing for mute it was like I was 13 okay so and yeah oh wow yeah oh god yeah okay. so that, how old were they uh, my brother was probably 18 yeah 18 right okay and uh, yeah so most of the guys were like in that age 18 19 yeah, yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. Those, uh, so mm. I was a small podium. Yeah, okay. So you were playing guitars with them? I was playing bass. So that that was my first instrument okay. to kind of like in the metal scene. Or okay, whatever. right. Yeah, and uh, I liked guitar, mm. but uh, bass was the only thing that I was uh, allowed to play. Uh, allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the uh, underrated. I always wanted to be a drummer, but never got to. Mm. So, anyways, yeah. So yeah. that was how we began okay. so fuzz mechanics came about where once all of them le- left yeah, my brother was more like between work and he was mm. busy and stuff so he couldn't really uh, pursue that right. so uh, for me fa- uh, fuzz was more like i had a bunch of friends uh, close friends okay my neighbor uh, another guy uh, who i met uh, f- through in church but kind of like uh, you know weird way but mm. and then the other guy also from church from the worship team he used to play congos right um and uh, um anyways like uh, one of the uh, the, uh, the uh, guy who was playing congos yeah. came used to like um like i used to be a good friend of his so right. he used to come and like i used to teach him guitar right, stuff yeah, like yeah, small yeah, drifts yeah. and stuff he was okay. into creed a lot okay. we were both into creed a lot <laughs> yeah. so we were learning creed drifts like crazy <laughs> And uh, this guy was talented. He just picked up like any, like he was like amazing at one. Right. I was like, well, okay, brilliant. Okay. I have a, a, a musician now to play okay. with. And um, then uh, my neighbor, he was also interested because his cousin also was into music. So, and like mm-hmm. hanging out with me, then he also started getting into playing guitar. Then right. the uh, drummer of Fast Mechanics, he used to come for a guitar class as well, blah, blah, blah. Then. Right. Uh, but then he decided he wants to learn drums because he saw this jazz drum and he was like, I want to take yeah. up drums and all that stuff. And then anyways, like he managed to buy a drum kit and all that. I was like, mm. we're going to start a band. <laughs> and like all of these guys. Wait, how, old, how old are you at this point? Like, uh, I must have been, uh, this was in 2005 when we started. So 20, 15 years back. Uh, so, okay, fine. 2018, uh, <laughs> I was, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so... Um, we we uh, s- simply that the, like I mean I I had this like uh, what do you call this? Uh, uh, so this hold on, let me stop you for this. Yeah. So from thirteen till you were eighteen, you went like music properly, like you were playing for bands and sh- yeah. stuff, and that's and you were also doing your O levels and all of that studies. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that was a controversial time. Yeah. So, uh, how many days a week did you have to practice while you were doing your O levels? So. Um, this is including your own practice. Yeah. Okay. So my my parents, my mom was very chilled out. She didn't try to kind of control me in that okay. way. My dad was a bit afraid because he kind of saw me getting like very right, 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 right. Uh, like Fascinate listening to metal music and yeah. at that age and stuff. So. There were like with mute and stuff. Like there were times where I would sneak out of the house to go for concerts to right. play for um, without permission, oh, uh, that kind of thing. So, <laughs> uh, so he saw the rebellious side of yeah. uh, what was happening at that point, mm-hmm. and uh, so he was concerned, but um, uh, for good reason. And then uh, yeah. with um, uh, yeah, so like the olivers and stuff. Like my focus was not in studies okay. at all anyways but still you managed to pass everything except for literature because of the teacher yeah, yeah, as well because yeah, that yeah, plays yeah, a big role yeah, right? it's yeah. not because you um, yeah. didn't like the subject because yeah, the teacher yeah. just ruined it for you impressive I read 7 subjects for all the levels oh okay yeah. the, the funny thing is like um, because uh, everyone wanted to do computer mm-hmm. but by the time I decided I want to do computer, everyone had like like all the seats were taken. So oh, okay. like there were like five of us who went to the computer class and so it was like you can come. <laughs> it's like full so up. I'm pretty sure you took literature because of your passion for you, you know. Ch- why did you take it in the first place? Like because no, I'm pretty sure you made the connection. So it somewhere. was like either history, literature, or computer. Okay. Uh, and uh, I want to do literature, and I wasn't too sure about the other two subjects. Mm. Uh, it's literature and history or it, uh, I mean two of those three subjects right. yeah. okay so I want to do computer and then I wasn't sure what the other subject right. was but then history was interesting always okay so I chose history uh, and then because I couldn't get into computer I had to go for the other option right right, right. Which okay. is, yeah so yeah all was done mute is down to fast like you got these guys together yeah fuzz mechanics fuzz, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty interesting name. And yeah. I know, like, creating the name for the band is one of the hardest uh, it was. Uh, things. How, how did you guys manage to, like, put that? Because that's, I think that's one of the names that I, for me, I knew Fuzz Mechanics even before, I, like, I met you. No. Okay. I had no idea who you were. Okay. Uh, and I, Sam obviously introduced me to you, yeah. you guys, but I knew what Fuzz Mechanics was because of the name. Cool. Like, how... how when did that come? Like, who is the who orchestrated that? <laughs> me, 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 me. <laughs> is it? Is it? Yeah. Is it? It's, a, it's the a literature kind of, you miss. <laughs> it's, a, it's a literature I miss for sure. Uh, it's actually a very interesting story because, like, we we didn't have a band name. Like, we were now um, trying to enter into on stage. Right. So, 2005, we started play a few gigs, and then, like, okay, 2006, we have to do this, go for on stage. Yeah. But we were not going for like competition sake. Yeah. I just wanted them to get the experience of like playing in front of a big right, crowd. Right. Not that I had experience either, right. but like I just wanted the like for us to have that yeah, feeling yeah. kind of thing and see how it goes. Uh, I didn't have any high hopes as such right. because we were also kind of like all of us were like beginning as right. well. What so, are the other bands that you were up against that, that time? Uh, Magic Box Mix Up. Oh, uh, okay. That's another name I freaking know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think I never met the guy. I mean... Savindra? Uh, no, uh, Sean. Ah, okay. I, didn't, I never met the, I yeah. never met the guys. That's another name. I didn't see. And now nowadays names suck. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, keep going. So, yeah. Oh, so it was Magic. Magic Box mix up. Then there was a band called Land of uh, No Return. Okay. What's Soul Skinner? Soul Skinner, no. They were before. They were before okay, us. Okay. Right, right. They right. were older. On stage, you guys enter for on stage. Yeah. So we we gave our submission, uh, the demo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was it CD back then? Yeah, CD. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, we did this recording in the hall. Okay. That, that, that oh, I, I remember hearing this. This was in the church hall, right? No, no. At, uh, that's that's uh, that's a bit later. Oh, okay, okay. That's during rage okay, time. Okay. So this was like uh, in at our house. We just set up the drums and uh, oh, okay. I, I I don't know whether I recorded the drums and all that stuff <laughs> because I wasn't sure whether our drummer, <laughs> yeah. he was not ready with some of the stuff. Right. So at that point, so... Anyways, we, uh, I think he played for one song. So anyways, <laughs> we did and we did uh, Chop Suey uh, okay. uh, as one of the recordings, but not the full version. We just did like a part and I did some really stupid right. silly things we did. Anyways, we got selected and then we were so on were our... singing as well? You were yeah, I was the singing. main yeah. uh, vocalist? Uh, mute I wasn't. Okay. I was the harmony, uh, right. bassist slash okay. harmonies. Yeah. My brother was a singer. Then, uh, yeah, Fuzz, I became the singer. Right. Um, so anyways, we were on our way to... Uh, TNL that day to give the demo and we didn't have a name. Okay. We were going as initially we were going as Fire Garden. 
Oh, and that that came from uh, oh, Steve I. Okay. Right. Thank God something <laughs> something inspired you at that point. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't we didn't really have a name. Firegarden was like okay, can't think of anything. Let's right. just go with this. And um, we all like Steve I also all every single one of us we were like big fans. So yeah. decided okay, but on our way I was like not really happy with it. Right. So and uh, I think we were all, like going. We we took a bus. We were going all in a bus and. Okay. um and uh, on our way i think i saw a board which said mechanics or something like that and steve i has a song which has something to do with peach fuzz right yeah, okay yeah, yeah, yeah it's a funny wow. song it's like not a song it's like a weird okay. whatever and uh, so I saw that i was like fuzz fuzz i am fuzz mechanics and like oh fuzz mechanics and like guys yeah. what do you think of this name and everyone's like Oh that sounds pretty cool. Nice. So like, oh, let's do this. <laughs> and wow, that's like and, a nick of time. Yeah, it's just nick of time and then we had a band name we wrote it down and yeah, so. And we got to so like yeah. Interesting. Okay, so okay, you guys ended up because ended up winning that year? Yeah. Okay. What was it like winning TN on stage? Cuz I know what it feels like to get second place. Yeah. I don't know what it feels <laughs> like to get. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. I, I mean, uh, yeah, at that point it, it was kind of a shock too. We didn't expect to win. We were like, I, like I was. I'm this like perfectionist. Like, you have to play mm. the parts. If you miss this, like I get really stressed out, yeah. kind of thing. And oh, like yeah. I was like, oh, no, we are not going to win this, and um, and all that stuff. Um, uh, what was the song? Do you remember the songs you played for that last um, finals? Yeah, we played uh, "Set Me Free." Um, Wait, that's the that. no, Seventy Free is an original. Yeah, Seventy Free was. We were the only band that had an original at that oh, point. Oh, okay. So I think we got a lot of points for original. Right. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Having an original and uh, then we uh, did uh, play that funky music. We uh, we were in this stage where we were trying to figure out what kind of music mm, we want to do okay. because we are like everywhere. We played that. Then we mm. played Breaking Benjamin. Then we played like Audios. Tried to do Audios live. Then right. we went to into Metallica. So like we tried to cover like every single mm. thing that we. kind of like yeah, and yeah, could yeah. do um or thought we could do yeah, at that yeah. point so you were vocalist and always lead guitarist right? yeah okay okay so uh, what happened fast mechanics after that and then uh, we kind of got some fame after yeah. we won and then we started getting all these like gigs whatever like uh, interact gigs and was it, was it, were any of these like paid gigs back then because you were playing rock exactly. music right exactly so like because just as you get into the music scene everyone is like We want to get you to play a good ex- exposure. Yeah. Uh, and it's also and, rock music, right? And yeah, and yeah. we are also like kids, so like we mm. are okay with anything. Like as long as we get yeah, to play I mean, in front like of people. Yeah, I mean, like exposure was paying for a lot of things back yeah, then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's paying for all the Milo's that I had to buy during the game. Exactly. Gigs. We get free, free Red Bull. Ah, oh, brilliant, man! You're coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah. Okay. So you guys are playing gigs. How many years did were you guys? Playing pro, like, as in for gigs and stuff. So we played till two thousand nine with Fuzz. Fuzz. Okay. Uh, um, I think we got more serious when we joined Rock. Not, uh, not joined per se. I don't know when we joined. I, I can't even remember whether it was officially joining. But mm. we, I remember auditioning for Rock Company, like, right, in front of Suresh and all of them. Right, and right. these guys were like for me, like, right. yeah, my uh, the- whole. I mean, um, yeah. The reason that I also got into metal music is because of stigma. Yeah, yeah. So I like. I mean, we had to audition in front of them right. and do. I mean, take, get, join this whole uh, uh, rock company mm. movement scene, and uh, yeah. so we. After that, only we started getting more heavier and all this stuff. So, yeah. Right. I interesting. Don't know, just going off topic uh, again. No, I mean, this, yeah. this is perfect. Uh, this this topic, anyways, gets me like thinking a lot. Like, no, this this is these are. Ah, uh, this. I've always wanted answers to these questions. I just. I was. Uh, this might be like I a two-hour interview. Brilliant! I mean, this is part one, part two. <laughs> part two. <laughs> more, more, more content on my video. So, because um, I, I mean, obviously, I was intrigued about these things back then, but I was freaking scared because I mean, fast mechanics, driving, teaching me how to play guitar. Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, but because uh, there was, because when I met you, you had picked. You you had gone through the phase that you know I don't want to play music anymore. Whatever I don't know what the phase was. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, pretty intrigued about that as well. Yeah. So um, what made you just stop playing music? Because I I I came to the point and I've given up completely. Now yeah. it's just bedroom music for me. Hmm. I don't touch play for any band. My electric guitar has never been taken out. Yeah. It's been in the case. I just play my acoustic every day here and there. 
it's a sad story I'm depressed about it i know uh, but uh, but then again i you know my passions transferred to other things right mm. so like for you you just found why did you lose that or oh. kind of i don't know whether because uh, i think i know the answer I know. but uh, yeah i i never lost a passion for music as such but i kind of i think got a bit uh, uh, frustrated call, frustrated with the scene you could say like yeah. because um, it's hard to find uh, a set of guys music i mean even mm. in the states or wherever so difficult to find guys who will stay with you for throughout and yeah. then also there's all the issues and i was also becoming uh, what do you call just getting into the scene and like being a leader of a band is mm. stressful itself yeah and then uh, having to handle whatever issues and uh, trying to get everyone motivated keep everyone and also like you're motivating people without any pay yeah so that's another challenge that is a, a uh, huge challenge yeah. such so and everyone was also in that whole kind of like we need like parents are also force pushing mm. them uh, to not forcing pushing yeah. them to um like go to the higher studies yourself, and that kind yeah. of thing so that's that whole thing like oh dude do you seriously want to go to high studies <laughs> don't you like music kind of like yeah, that like kind of you're still teenager trying to like figure things yeah, out yeah. and uh so like they were also like had these like uh back and forth kind of conversations mm. and like so like friendships are like like it because the like joining like having a band is like it becomes more than like just friends yeah because you become exactly. like a family yeah. yes like because yeah. you tend to see all the bad sides the good sides and mm. you have to deal with it put up with it and like so it kind of like takes a toll on you mm-hmm. after a while and like i mean if everyone's not on the same page and doesn't like see eye to eye on certain yeah. things it gets ugly yeah uh so um, uh, me being a perfectionist and I, at that point especially being like i have to like you all have to be like this mm. sound like this let's get right. if you're not like if you make a mistake yeah let's take that again till mm. we get it right kind yeah. of thing so it's not easy yeah uh, probably didn't wasn't easy working with me at that right, point. Right, 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 especially right, at yeah. that point okay there's one thing that i want to cuz <laughs> me trying to be a musician uh, there was a lot of social pressures you know yeah. they were coming and okay you know what when are going to make a thousand bucks or you know when are you going to try make your own money to buy something when are you going to pay for your own instruments or yeah. whatever yeah. or at what point are you going to not have to go to your mom and dad to get money for strings and all of that stuff okay yeah, yeah. was that when that we did that ever set into you like um, to your head when you were like pursuing your this whole cuz you started for mechanics thinking yeah. that that was the that was plan a right that was yeah, the plan there was no plan or was it a hobby but the, your no, band no, was, was the band right that was the band yeah okay. for me it was like everything literally because mm. uh i had plans not just to kind of like for the fun of it but yeah. i wanted to take it international that kind of thing yeah, so exactly, right. those are the dreams right, right of a musician yeah. so yeah. like you want to be known and play yeah, on the biggest exactly, stages yeah. and that kind of thing so um uh, yeah but yeah like when after playing few gigs and like start started realizing okay man like we need money now mm. like how are we going to uh, afford so like we used to actually speak to event organizers when they say play for exposures of we were like so we we even had like rock company discussions like we have to at least ask for money so that they can cover our costs right at least for the gig so we know like practice time practice studio whatever mm. like uh, cost those kind of things and uh, so like those kind of discussions kind of helped us kind of get an idea of okay mm. maybe we should quote something so i i think we started off like with 5000 per person or something right, like that right. which is ty- like nothing yeah. but like it kind of helped us at discover whatever the transport costs and uh, mm. maybe buy like a submarine from uh, dynamo that kind of right. thing and uh, <laughs> yeah so you probably still catching up for years of expenses right at that point yeah. right? so it's probably yeah, we didn't have much sense. expenses at that point also like right. i mean our parents were kind of like still mm. helping us that yeah. there home and company was sponsoring everything yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so but then it, it after like we came like when i came to my 20s like most of the guys had like left mm. uh then it was starting yeah so then it kind of like dawned on me yes i need to start earning money okay yeah what did you turn to then i i so i i always like kind of music in a very general way like i like a lot of kinds i mean uh, lots of types of music and um so i i kind of saw the commercial side of it where i thought okay i can make money off that okay. and balance the my the band that i'm passionate about and mm. take that and so that i because i'm in music now right. i i tried doing some 95 jobs mm. kind of thing didn't go because like okay. 
yeah one one talk i had with one of the people was like so you'll have to quit your music scene now and i was like uh, huh it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like next uh, next week i'm like not at office i'm like sorry of a boss i don't think oh, <laughs> i want to continue yeah. the job <laughs> so yeah, I, and yeah so it was uh, that that was the only option i could see at the point so that helped me a lot mm-hmm. uh because like and it was kind of like uh once i started getting the hang of it it was easy money because right. like uh, like gigs started coming in and like when you get like for mm. whatever functions events and stuff like that so you get paid pretty decently as well right so uh, at that point for me to get paid that much was like wow right. like i'm not like i'm enjoying this i'm like exactly. I'm, right. yeah so it was really cool mm-hmm. so that kind of like helped me uh whatever but the had the kind of the pros and cons on that mm. also days yeah okay so find the whole about it okay then you start back and then you find why what made you start again uh the back into back you know like okay, you know what you because uh, when i met you you were still yeah so you I, were trying to start so at right? that point again yeah yeah i think there's there's a really long period of my time where i was just like very focused on trying to get yeah. either fast mechanics when fast mechanics kind of stopped in 2009 mm-hmm. uh at that point like during that point i was a bit like going through down the uh whatever this thing and right. uh, uh kind of fed up of trying to make something out of this okay. so i was not sure what to do but like still had the passion yeah, to yeah. kind of keep keep mm-hmm. it going so 2010 was like i have to do something with this so then i was like okay i'm going to start the same band like same music that i do yeah. but with a different name right also because i wanted to now be more heavier than what fast mechanics right, was fast right, mechanics right, was right. known for like a lot of kinds of yeah. music uh so i was like okay i want like be more heavy right. kind of thing so then that's how rage came right. um, and what was question when i met you first something in like with night. sam i remember <laughs> the day you were you were playing drums and i was to me to play guitar and sam was singing yeah and then we played for gig together right at that point i think that was about a year before yeah you started the whole band yeah. back again right rage, i think you yeah. were so 2010 was when i started rage So okay. I think my, maybe Sam I uh, because I met Sam uh, around that time no 2009 Okay so it must have been in the same Yeah yeah 2009 uh, through through Sandani through my wife Right uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I did that <laughs> uh, um yeah so Sam was her fr- uh, friend through Onsage and mm. all that so right, right, right. I think you must have seen me through in on the green or was it No 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 so Sam one had to play a gig and I think he wanted you guys to play in it or something like that or we randomly came to your house one day and we jammed that's how i met you i remember the day i met you you were playing the drums on the blue drum kit yeah yeah and uh, i was playing guitar and yeah. then sam was singing and then we played a gig right did you play in that you did i might have yeah you did yeah, you did so we all met for that one gig i can't remember where right. yeah ah uh, this was that gig yeah yeah, yeah. so okay. that's when sam you me sandani and you all mm-hmm. Uh, met yeah as in i met you uh, yeah. and then so you were started right when you had this idea of uh, do you remember the conversation that we started because i was you know i was just like you know, i was like you know uh, okay i wanted to have my own band yeah you know in the down crappy band was still my band <laughs> so i really want to work something out yeah. there and then i was also you know passionate about music and i was you know trying to give up my entire life for music and i quit engineering and all of that <laughs> but i still wanted to stay with Yeah. Obviously, my uh, my clip, you know, Lasit and uh, yeah. that band. For some reason, I felt very obligated towards uh, Lasit. I think because he's the one who, for some, he started making money for the band. Right? Mm. I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we never had to start like pay for strings. We never had. He was, you know, doing stuff on his end with. I think with uh, the whole Carl Studios and organizing gigs and all. So because yeah. of that, I, I felt I, I felt okay. That was my calling. So I was not. hundred uh, percent. I remember you being quite frustrated about me. Why am I going and playing for Angel Down? <laughs> All of that jazz. Very unfair of me. Uh, yeah. No, so, think about it. <laughs> no, I mean, because because yeah, yeah. To be honest, like when I when I met you and when you just like oh like because I've never ever got into a path where the, my playing was very regimented and process. It was not process driven. You mm-hmm. find a song, you try and figure out how you like it, and you're the. When I met you, you had a very technical way of looking at it like you know what are the what's the what's the like the pro like the how to practice for it and all of that so yeah. because yeah. of that like 
after I quit Rage, it was like, you know, like quitting some like really high end band, like everybody's coming to play for me. I was also going, why? Because I play for Ryan and Rage and all of that jazz. So there was something to that. So I mean, yeah. so I'm, I, I definitely missed like a, a huge um, uh, situation there as well, but we knew what to do. Uh, bygones. Yeah. Uh, so, but you were into, even the recording music, you were heavily into the science of that, right? Yeah. So that's when you, I started listening to you uh, uh, um, playing music and then I freaking bought your sound thing and I started recording. Yeah, so yeah. you got in, you start, you opened up a studio, right? Yeah. After that, yeah. after the whole Rage, okay, there was a lot of shit that happened there. Rage yeah, played, yeah. we played a gig together. Yeah, yeah. There was other musicians that came and played. Obviously, the same old scenario, uh, nobody can commit to a band, you get even more frustrated, so you went quiet and then you yeah. started up Paragon Studios. Yeah, yeah. How the hell did like... Out of nowhere that came and then you suddenly had this really studio going up. How did you prepare for that? Like, do you remember like the logistics behind? Yeah, so studio, I, I would have never dreamt of having a studio at that point because like um, at that point I was just like not sure whether should I go full on music. Mm-hmm. I didn't really enjoy the commercial music side as mm-hmm. well. Okay. I just did it mainly for the money. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, uh, that was the only avenue that was there for me to earn money right, from and right. like something that was close to what I really like doing. Mm-hmm. So thought, okay, whatever. So uh, played with few bands, yeah. saved up whatever money that I could. So um, then you played commercial for how many years? Do you uh, remember? Yeah, I started playing. I Initially, I started with my mom and dad. Okay. So we had a band. Uh, we used to play at like uh, this um, cinnamon lakeside before it was uh, it was right. Transatia. So, right. Okay. So uh, 2007 we played there. So we were playing twice a week or something like that. Then we get small weddings and mm. uh, I mean, weddings we get and uh, I think we used to play at Water's Edge also on Sundays mm. and that kind of thing. So like that whatever that I was earning there was saving Same. up. Okay. So I was like when I made my first hundred thousand, I was like whoa I have 100,000 right. bucks and like I, this nice. was like when I was like I think 20 or something like that so right. I was like yeah that's that's cool yeah, so okay. so I, I, I was good at saving uh, but then uh, during this time uh, what was happening uh, yeah then uh, 2009 I joined one uh, f- like kind of famous commercial band right. uh, oh, this uh, is even before Rage like you were still yeah just before Rage started to- uh yeah all this time like i was trying now because like i think 2007 when i started uh, playing with my mom and dad like i had some kind of money flowing in so like trying to balance Mm, that was kind of not too bad okay um and uh, so 2009 when i joined uh, another band uh they were more like uh, all younger guys and that kind of thing so we uh, started getting a lot of work right can mention them is rebels uh, yeah so that was my first like uh Proper yeah, I knew manage. you, Raveen, yeah. Rebels guitarist. Yes. And then I came and met you, Fuzzmaker, and I was like, wow! Fuzzmaker! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like fanboying here. But yeah, bro, Sam, Sam spoke to me and told me, okay, this guy from Rebels. I didn't know who Rebels was, okay? I didn't know yeah. the commercial yeah. music scene. I yeah, only knew yeah. the metal yeah, yeah. scenes. Okay, okay. I, I remember now you were introduced to me as a the guitarist from Rebels. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. give two he who said that. <laughs> I was like, who is the Raveen guy? Okay, anyways. Um, you played with Rebel for how many years? So I played with them for one year. Okay. Uh, and then I decided like have to move off from that. Because yeah, it was still somebody else's band, right? Yeah, it was. An, uh, it was uh, actually we all started together oh, okay. that band. So 2009 right. was the inception of that band, and mm. uh, uh, few like we had few like differences of whatever this thing. Right. You know, okay. Work ethics and right, right. issues. Yeah, the usual. And I was like, okay, I, I need to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kind of very mature back then, you know, leave bands. I was like, okay, I'm right, going. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you I'm to done do. with this. Right. Kind of thing, but uh, I mean, um, yeah. yeah, so, but they were amazing band to play with and stuff. But uh, 2010, then I, uh, I still wanted to find like a very pro kind of band because mm. like all this time I was playing with like guys who were just getting into the music scene. So like I kind of had this, like there was always this kind of a little bit of unprofessionalism right. in uh, yeah. everything that was And I had to be like, I'm the hardcore yeah, like exactly wow, you have to play this you have to be on time for practice why aren't you on time the for practice that kind of thing yeah at that yeah, point right yeah. so uh and uh then i i was searching for this like band that was like that mm. so then i thought okay i got called to this um more senior kind of band okay uh, they also were just starting at that point so yeah, they yeah. also decided to start um one of the vocalists from wildfire 
uh, yeah. guy named Damien. Ah, okay. Uh, Victor Matilka. Right. Victor Matilka, right? I don't know if it's Victor Matilka, but I know the. the I'm sorry, Damien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, well known, so yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so his band, uh, I joined that, and then that was uh, during that. So like all this time, like I was like joining uh, mm. that. Also, I played for one year, and I was like, I couldn't. Right. I couldn't continue and I, it's mainly because like the type of music that we did and I was not passionate on those lines so right, I, was like, right, yeah. I can't uh, and um, like sometimes like four months now I'm like I think I need to leave mm. but I'm like no you can't leave <laughs> 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 we have taken so many gigs right. like, okay sure so uh, anyways like I played for the entire year or whatever and then I left then 2010 I was like man I need to figure out what to do mm. uh, at that point I was like motivated to also do solo right but I felt like that would give me more uh, freedom to do the metal scene. Yeah. So uh, then I started doing solo music. Uh, took few years. That I think that's when like with uh, Sam. Sam introduced me to a few. Uh, what's his? Uh, in on the green and right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he used to play there. Then right. I went there, managed to get a gig there, yeah, and then yeah, slowly okay. started working through there. And yeah. And then he started was, uh, saving money. So he's, you're working at the Paragon Studios. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so pretty much saved up uh, and then, okay, and then I got this like huge break in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, t- 2013, yeah. Uh, in my solo, acoustic scene, and okay. um, got this really good contract. So, I managed to save up a lot of money at that point. Okay. How long were you in that? Was it a contract basis or just? Uh, yeah, it was a contract. I mean, besides the point, how yeah, long were you playing? Yeah, so I, I played for about nine months. Okay. And uh, with whatever that I saved up from that, I had pretty much enough. Hmm. to uh, start my studio so i uh, uh i always had this desire like this whole dream of starting my recording studio and like i had in my house itself i had envisioned this area in the house right. uh, this is going to be a studio right, someday right, 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 right. kind of uh, yeah. thing so um uh, yeah so at that point like so happened in such a way that uh we kind of like made the house in such a way and uh, my parents are like really cool with it as well. Okay. So I was like, oh, brilliant. Um, initially, I got one room right. and then I exp- expanded to the outside section as well. Okay. Um, right. But yeah, so like I uh, bought little by little mm-hmm. s- some of the pa- parts and I was still learning as well. Mm. Was doing a small recording course as well and uh, kind of figured out, okay, I need this, 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 that, that. And then I started buying small, small things. Right. Initially, the inside that room where I think you came and yeah, you yeah, did yeah, something yeah. like, I think, you, I think Angel Down came Angel and did a recording. We recorded a song that we never released. Released or something, right? Yeah, we just recorded the guitars. That that, that's, I think, what we I used. Yeah, exa- uh, no, I think you. Oh, no, this is the one this you used. Yeah, 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 this, this is, is the one, one that I Yeah, had. exactly. So that was my first sound yeah. card. So I started with. How four. many years is this? 2013, I mean man. So, yeah, seven years. Ah, so I mean, uh, this has been in. Room. No, uh, yeah, seven years. Uh, yeah, seven years. Yeah. Maybe, okay. Yeah. We're talking about my sound card, by the way, guys. <laughs> that I have, I have managed to steal off of. Actually, uh, yeah, no, we selling it. it at the right yeah. price also for me. Yeah, so yeah, I could, yeah, uh, yeah. Come and yeah. snatch it off. And I was also learning to record because, of, like, yeah. oh, well, so now he is doing it, but he can do it. And then I started doing it. I was like, fuck, this is, uh, this is more than. What we saw on. So, yeah, so did you, did you, I mean, no disrespect, Biscuit Kudu, but how many Biscuit Kudu songs did you have to record? I didn't do I didn't do it. I was literally kind of like only for rock music, okay. band, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, or like any Western bands. I, not that I didn't like single bands or anything, but I, I didn't have the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what do you call, understanding on the music scene, exactly. how, okay. how, how that needs to be produced and right, that kind of thing. Right, so, right, right. Okay. metal was my. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I, that's what I want to do. So. Okay, so well, how was the business like when you had a studio? Studio so was uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, kind of completely new to me at that point. My first ever uh, album recording, which I got, was like one of the biggest ever recordings that I I would have ever imagined taking on. Mm-hmm. And that was Stigmata, and uh, right. I I was I was I think very underprepared for it, but. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but uh, not underprepared. But I, I um, which album was like, this? Uh, this is the first ascetic paradox. The ascetic. Oh, paradox. okay, okay. How long were you recording before you took on Sigma? No, this is not on record. Huh? Yeah, back on record. Uh, uh, I think Sigma. Uh, I started recording in two thousand fourteen. Okay. 
so not me second 2014 yeah i think oh, yeah. or 2015 in what way, way i mean you see when we are keeping the under, under prepared part in in what way were you under prepared like take on like mm. a proper rock band of that of that cuz they were making pretty intense music yeah, yeah. very intense yeah. so uh, i my my only recording like experience at that point was like i i was pretty much experimenting and learning right things. So I was learning by uh, trial and error, trying to okay. figure out things. Yeah. I had ideas that I was like, okay, I need to put that, try figure it out, right. see how that right. works, kind of thing. So, so I used to pretty much do my own recordings. I used right. to go and record the drums, make my own covers. Okay. So uh, there yeah. are like stuff on YouTube that yeah, you will yeah. find. So, yeah. like those were kind of for me to learn how to do this. Mm. So I would listen to how the bass or the drums is recorded. Mm. I'm like, I need to try to replicate that. So how does that work? Right. So I like and so I pretty much trial and error. Mm. So I did that, and I was like getting the hang out, hang of it, and uh, people were starting to come in and like, yeah. uh, I mean, say good things about it. So I was like, okay, maybe I should open this up for maybe bands as okay. well, kind of thing. Right. So uh, I was doing a lot of like uh, artists uh, recordings for them. So I was always recording by myself. Okay. So I had the. Yeah, ability of okay like this is how i wanted to sound so I, i had to play it in such a way blah 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 that kind of thing and uh, i had more control over it when i was recording like that so when it came to bands it's a completely new thing because now you're working with people who uh um uh, what do you call playing different ways yeah. have different ways of tuning the right. kit and all this kind of complications yeah, 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 yeah. and different uh, preferences they want the guitar plugged in such a way or they want this kind and of amp at this point you were doing all acoustic drums as well right yeah as you those. also had pro- programmed drums i i i just had programmed drums for just for my album i was trying to cuz you can play the you, i can play right, my, okay. my my songs so. right, right, okay. <laughs> okay 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 uh, um, yeah so uh but my, my whole thing was to record actual drums i actually want to do even rage album that way right. so anyways um my whole uh, passion was always to record like the like acoustic drums and right. get a really good sound out of yeah. it and to have the whole band recording kind mm-hmm. of thing so uh yeah so getting a band like stigmata to uh, start off this whole scene was like me like Not jumping thing. off like a cliff and right. uh, hoping that i can uh, land without uh, killing myself right jumping uh, off without a parachute <laughs> yeah right. i i mean oh, they were they were intense yeah. and that i think that al- album was like one of the most intense i think okay. the music tends to get more and more intense but right. but this was like technical to its core and uh, was this when pitigal was playing no uh, tarak Tar- Tar- was back okay okay uh think he was back or what was he uh, there still or something so okay. uh and yeah so like that was kind of crazy because i, I had like lots of plans i was like mm. i need to track the guitars like this and i had this all worked out but i think i over overthought things and overdid things in that sense mm-hmm. and then with the kind of lack of time that we had they had like a like a deadline and uh there were also like with some of the like the members they had like work uh, issues and like right. uh, getting free time to come and record mm. so there was like delays on those things yeah. so like for me it was like all there was too much to handle at that point mm-hmm. so i yeah. kind of like didn't know how to like really the same but managed to uh, i i literally didn't sleep for like two three nights okay. the, before the last day of giving right and this was all like me just learning how these things work right, right, right. and so i i learned a lot from that experience because like man that uh, that was a good experience for me to learn like mm. how not to do things right and uh, because I, it was literally seven days i w- had to mix and master right and so i just like crammed every single hour that i had to do in this and so my years were literally that's a biological like, aspect to it because your years are yeah my coming. years are gone like i right. I, i don't know whether hearing anything rightly but uh, but i mean i did whatever that i could uh it was it was a really a uh, fun experience right. stressful as mm. uh, um, um as it could be but like it was good i mean uh, and uh, at the end of it i was still happy and i think mm. the band was also happy right. with the product i wasn't as happy as i could be mm. uh, i wish i could have had more time and like uh, right okay uh, taken some break time off and try to figure um, things yeah. out kind of thing and come back to it eventually you started selling off your gear no, right okay. um this was years after i think you know you uh, yeah, after the stigma thing came um and you were still 
were you still playing commercial music or not or was it you yeah i was i was kind of uh, not commercial per se it's more like a niche commercial at this point when from 2013 uh i uh started playing for this band called A Team which is more like a blues jazz funk that kind of thing okay that's completely out of the ordinary for me as right. well i always like that kind of music but mm. like so i um, got to play with uh, one of my like biggest uh, what do you call uh, inspirations to music as well at okay. that point a drummer right uh, named aruna sirivadana yeah, right. yeah so he yeah. Um, he started this band with all these young guys Ah, the eighties. Yes, now I remember. Okay, I was okay. included in, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, so that that was like amazing. Uh, this is with the Umara. Uh, yeah, Umari was Umar, okay. at that point. Right. She was initially the uh, okay one of the uh, two uh, female vocalists. Right. And um, so uh, playing with that, and like all these things were happening. So during that time, I had the studio also trying to balance all that. Mm. work was a bit intense because like most of the uh, recording sessions to get in the night mm-hmm. because all most of the guys were working yeah. and that kind of thing so um so balancing work and music was a bit difficult at that right. point as well so like yeah. because i had gigs and then so like when they want to come on certain days I, they can't right. and i'm like right, right, right. Uh, i mean i'm free they are not free and so right, it right. kind of like obviously there was that issue yeah um and so we then i or whatever the band said i was playing with so uh and um yeah it got a bit complicated at that point and, and then i was thinking also about uh all the equipment that i had um and um didn't have much time to also like really record because like uh, i don't know whether everyone feels this way but like to record music you need to kind of be in the zone as well right i think yeah. even when it comes to performing as well but like uh especially when you're recording you have to like really kind of mm. uh yeah. be relaxed eased up kind mm. of thing so i was kind of like everywhere at that point yeah. because i was playing with quite a few bands uh. playing with some like uh, there's another band as well with a team we had another band and then um as doing freelance as well so mm. there's a lot of work coming in then solo gigs were also mm. there mm. so um, it was kind of like difficult to balance mm. so um, little by little i decided um uh, uh it's best to sell it off the staff mm. and also we i had uh, plans of getting married at that point mm. this was in 2017 where i decided okay maybe i need to get Stein. rid of my staff right. and uh, because um I can't have my wife coming and staying right. inside the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah. uh needed a sp- place also so uh, uh yeah so I uh, pretty much sold uh, most of the stuff I kept whatever that I needed. Mm. And uh uh I decided also to kind of keep it small and I thought okay I just need to record I I'm going to focus more on guitar playing mm. and yeah. um try to focus on whatever the band that I'm playing with and get right. that side going again properly right. um yeah so yeah i so, think that okay as a musician in sri lanka you know where is where is the money at uh in uh, probably the singular music scene okay okay uh, if you're if you're in english music and if you let's say you're into rock music like the only thing that intrigued me about playing it is playing metal music like you know like getting mm-hmm. obsessed about these techniques and how people yeah. do all these things it wasn't like a whole blanket of music like it was for you yeah. right um, so what would anybody at that point you know what would you tell them to do uh if they want to continue to be a musician, musician in sri lanka playing uh commercial music english yeah. music english music because you don't have weddings or anything like that as a solo career so as a solo i do uh, play for weddings but more oh, okay. more for like uh, these like destination weddings right, right those right, kind of right. stuff okay uh, because my music repertoire goes exactly exactly that that's what i was thinking okay you can you can't just play for like a massive crowd of yeah. uh, like maybe like a typical where everybody was byline and all of that yeah that kind of so i i play for mainly for like cocktails and like the cocktail right. part of the wedding and okay, okay. before the reception yeah, yeah, yeah. this band always for the reception okay. so Right, I yeah. do for those kind of things. So I, I play for even Sri Lankan med- weddings and stuff. Mm. That, uh, but mainly like down south, right, okay. like those type of weddings. In the beginning, even though music was even when I played for Rage or even Angel Down or whatever, that was still the hobby, yeah. right? I didn't treat it as 
uh, a job. I didn't read yeah. it as something that, okay, this is something that I'm going to be doing. Because I always had that voice in the back of my head, whether it be, I mean, I can blame whoever I want to blame, yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, I listened to this voice and just didn't pursue that, right? Yeah. Uh, do I, I mean, yeah, it's like that opened up, like I, the reason I have this job is because I was a guitarist and, you know, videos came uh, because I, I played music. Yeah, I can attribute to all that, but there are people who do, like you, who, yes, you tasted other things, but you know that this is what you want to do and you're pretty, I would say you're pretty well off in the whole situation. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What would you say to that? To, for music. The guy who's just doing his A-levels and started playing guitar and thinking about, okay, you know what? So the guy who's quitting engineering to be a musician. <laughs> so I, I, I would, I don't know. It depends on uh, where you're coming from, where the mm-hmm. person is coming from. So. Uh, if he's not passionate about engineering at all, then yeah. I don't think he should be even trying for that right. just because your family wants you to do. Mm. But uh, when it comes to, uh, I mean, if you if you have the ability to do that, mm. and if you can, uh, but if your passion is again, if your passion is more towards music and you want to do commercial and you want to go full on in that side, yeah. Uh, then you have to be very uh, also business minded and okay. also um, kind of take it seriously. Mm-hmm. You're not doing this like just to get a kick out of yeah. things because now I think the music scene has come up to a place where there is there is competition. There is people who are really working at mm. pushing themselves and right. getting work. So you have to be at a certain level as well. Right. Uh, so there is a certain level of professionalism in your not just in your ability of playing but also your. Mm. Uh, yeah what you how you show yourself to mm. um and um like on whatever like uh, people you meet with and like the uh, clients you deal with and stuff like that yeah. so like your, your way of working your ethics right. all that has to be there yeah. because if you're not a se- serious about what you're doing and you're just doing this like you think it's going to be fun all right. the way it's not going to be fun all this uh, it's business at the end of the day yeah right? i mean that's yeah say so if you if you want to make make it in life yeah. in that sense you have to take it seriously you can't just be like yeah i mean, I mean you you played I'm with doing a lot this of, for yeah. right i mean you played with a lot of musicians and you know how to identify whether you know some people have it not the people because there must be some kind of radar where you say okay you know what this guy is just playing around or then you see some people okay you know what these people might be yeah is there a way for people to identify it for themselves or it's just they have to fall in the ditch and then realize uh, so the, uh, there are some people i've like that i could say uh they do it simply for the money okay so uh, you can see that mm. i don't know they're right. stuck and they're now that's all they do so right. you, you can see there's not much progress in their mm. abilities they don't really push for anything they're right. just whatever that comes they'll take right. they'll right. do that right. Then you get the type of musician who is extremely passionate and constantly pushing himself, mm. wanting to get better. Um, um, uh, what do you call? You you get inspired by seeing that person mm. play that kind of thing. Then you get the guys who are passionate and who are uh, probably don't have the guidance mm, okay. to get their uh, to get to the place where they want to be. Right. Some people who it's like obviously talent and mm. uh, some, some who have to work hard towards getting there. Some who have the talent mm-hmm. who don't work hard and they kind of get somewhere, but then they also get like just uh, what do you call yeah, get stunted at, right. at a certain place. There are right. people who are talented and who work hard and like go beyond whatever you can yeah. think. So uh, there's a lot of like this is so it all depends on your mm. mindset, how you see it and how you take it from there. Like, and I mean, I don't think there's anything that's like impossible in that sense. If yeah. you have a passion and if you have a knack for it, yeah. I think you can always go for it. You can, but there's a lot of sacrifices to be made. Mm. So like being in the music scene is not easy, but yeah. also there's, it's, it's rewarding as well because a lot of guys like that I meet uh, who are into more like whatever, like the, uh, work that they do they're like dude you're living your dream at it's like you're mm-hmm. enjoying what you do because like i like when i play for gigs like sometimes i don't feel like taking breaks even because i'm like right like so it's in, not in it and right. it's like yeah i'm like excited to do a, a new song or like if i mm-hmm. remember a song man i've not done this like I, i'm like i want to try a different version of it kind right. of thing so it's always like rewarding that's and when you have people who really like your music mm-hmm. you feel something at least even sometimes even if it's two people who are listening to you right. at this event and they clap and they come and say man we love yeah, that's yeah. what you did or whatever yeah. 
kind of it's it's rewarding in that sense and you're still learning uh well out of what yeah. you do as well so um uh, but so to a musician who is trying to get into it uh he has to go with the right mindset and uh take it really seriously and uh, you have to weigh the pros and cons and see whether you actually have it whether you yeah. can make it i mean if you have another like if you're good at something else uh as well then might as well also and that gives you better kind of opportunity or more security right. in whatever then i would say do that and while try to balance see if you can balance it out and uh, do your music as well all right so mm. i mean music if you have it in your blood you it will never go away from you mm. as long as you keep uh, stirring right. that up in your kind of thing so right. you, yeah interesting dude I think we definitely I feel like we have to have a part two because there's so many things <laughs> that I uh, definitely want to touch on maybe because we've gone on for quite quite some time. Uh so yeah I mean thanks a lot for making the time and coming down. No worries. And uh, having this conversation it's something that I wanted to have for a l- long time since March. <laughs> since <laughs> Actually since February but it uh, I think I messaged you a couple of times to do it remotely. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think you were quite Yeah, we were. I think trying to get get yeah. it done like late in the night. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm tiring. glad this happened, uh, and then we'll definitely do another version of it uh, soon if time permits. So yeah, yeah. Uh, any closing <laughs> words? <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I've spoken <laughs> more than yeah. 